Well, hello again and welcome. This is episode 12 of the Key to Travel podcast. Thanks to everyone uh, who's downloaded, listened, commented on uh, our little, I guess, COVID plus adventure. <laughs> uh, we've talked about the traveling that we do and we, both of us, we, we yeah, travel we love a lot. it. Uh, but one thing we've never done, we've never, ever taken a cruise. And for some reason, there are people that think this is a major faux pas on our part, and they have tried to convince us to do it. And so we have someone on the line who has traveled with us. A dear friend of ours. Uh, and, and also has from time to time tried to convince us to go on a cruise and Lynn Ward uh, is a friend of ours she loves cruises and uh, I guess she's here once again to convince us to uh, to do this so welcome to the uh, to the podcast Lynn thanks a lot you too looking forward to it uh, so so really the bottom line <laughs> the, the bottom line why do you why do you love to cruise okay when Mike and I retired almost 10 years ago um, So you, so you certainly get around a lot. Um, what what are the what are the rooms like when you're when you're on a boat? Oh, okay, now it's a ship. <laughs> okay, oh, there, see, I'm already my major faux pas number two. So it is a ship. Well done. balcony would be lovely because you get to oversee the ocean all the time. Right. It just depends on, on the cruise. 
right? And the booking time and all those deals that we are we're always searching for. Exactly, and we find um, that we book early, so we're already booked for next spring. See, that's perfect. Our cruise to Barcelona, our transatlantic this year was cancelled because of COVID. Right. So we are now booked for one from New York to uh, Southampton for next April. Well, that sounds lovely. So, do you have a favorite cruise line? We go. We we did Princess. Right. I've done a we've done a celebrity in the Mediterranean, and that was lovely. Um, we did Carnival. No offense to anyone who's listening or Carnival lovers, but it was our first and last Carnival cruise. But that could have been the ship we're on. I'm not saying. Right. Of course. Uh, we then tried Royal Caribbean, and we've done most of our cruising with them. But then we did try Norwegian Cruise Lines, and we really like that as far as doing transatlantics because we don't have to take like tucks with us. We don't get dressed up at night. Yeah. Um, they actually offer some really good perks. So, um, a drink package is offered now. It's not. They say it's free, but it's really not because you have to pay twenty percent service charges. Right. Um, specialty dining. This cruise we are doing, we've got five specialty dining, uh, so there's so many different restaurants you can choose from. That's all part and parcel of it. We just have to pay gratuities on that. And um, sometimes they'll offer reduced or free airfare, which is actually what we had bought for our one for this year for our cruise that was cancelled. We had over $400 each. We had flights that were going from Toronto to Miami and then Barcelona back to Toronto for $400. So sometimes they'll offer that, and it really is a really good deal, and it was with British Airways. Wow. So it was phenomenal. So it's really just about timing sometimes and timing finding those what deals. The, what the offers are. Yeah. You uh, just have to look. One of the, one of the things uh, about the ship, I'm getting the terminology right now, <laughs> Uh, one of the things that I'm always concerned about is how difficult it is to uh, disembark, if that's the right term, and to board uh, when you hit various ports. Okay, very, very, very simple. Every night um, you'll have a, 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 like a daily planner for the next day. The room steward will put that into the bed or on the, on the desk or something. And it'll tell you all about what's happening the next day. And they'll, So they will tell you what uh, deck that you're leaving from. Uh, if you're doing excursions, we always book um, ship's excursions because this way the ship is guaranteed to wait for you if something happens when you're out on the ex out oh. on your excursion. So you're out with a, a, a group of people would go yes. together? Yes. So they would be able to be a, you know, account to who you are. Now, now, do you, what about passports, like you're arriving in a different country. Do you need to carry your passport all the time? They, people say, oh, I don't take my passport. Mike and I always do. We always carry our passport. And I actually have a photocopy of it because I leave in our... Uh, you have a safe in your room. All right. Okay. Uh, just like the ones you get in hotels. Yeah. And uh, so I always have to leave a copy in there. I know I should maybe take the copy with me, but we take our actual passports and they're, I keep really good track of them, you know, they're, they're quite safe with me. Um, and so they say for ID, but, you know, nine times out of ten, you're not asked for ID to get back onto the ship. You just, you just have to show your uh, your key card. Right, so well, that makes sense. A room key card, yeah. but that 
card is what you use for every single purchase on the ship. No money is no money transactions on the ship except in the casino. Okay. Right. So and anything you purchase on the ship goes onto that card. Perfect. And then um, we keep tabs of it the whole the whole time we're on the ship. We can do it sometimes depending on the ship. We can do it through the uh, through the television. Oh, perfect. And if not, then you can go to guest services and you can have them check your account for you. And the night before we get off the ship, we get a list of what our charges are. Right. And it's automatically charged. We use a U.S. card. Yeah. Uh, so that is a card on record. And everything we purchase then gets charged to that account. So to our U.S. credit card. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. So it works out well for us. So when we get off the ship, when we're coming back on, you know, we'll just show the key cards to get on. And it, when you leave the ship, they swipe that card that says, okay, Mike and Lynn are off the ship now. And, and you're coming back, you go through security, and they swipe that card again, and Mike and Lynn are back on the ship. So this is how they know who's missing. Oh, that makes total sense. Okay. Yeah. And if you don't make it back to the ship, well, it's sayonara. <laughs> 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 that would not be a good thing. No. I've <laughs> seen it happen. Oh, I bet. It happen, and it's heartbreaking, but you know, they, they give you lots of time. you gotta, you got to stick to the uh, the uh, protocols and, and be back at a certain time. Yes, uh, it's usually half an hour before the ship departs. When you're in the port. Import. Right. Okay, yep. but the day you're arriving, at, you know, when you're actually sailing on the very first day, I think it depends on the cruise line, but you usually have to be there. And on the ship an hour and a half before sailing time. Okay. All right, Lynn. So for our listeners, one is there one uh, tip or bit of something you want our listeners to know about cruising that maybe they don't know yet? Anything that you've learned over the years? All right. So if, we, if we're going out to Florida, we drive. Okay. Yeah. We book our hotel through Stay One Two Three or Hotels.com, and we look for a hotel that offers parking. Oh, smart. And shuttle to the port. And sometimes it'll be free to go to the port, and some, and then they'll charge you $10 to bring you back to the hotel. Okay? Yeah. Um, we find we like, we prefer it should be in the, uh, the port area the day before. And if we're cruising, if we're abroad, then we arrive, say we're going out of Rome, which we've done, we arrive there two or three days ahead of time. Right. And this way we get to climb the Oh, that's a good tip. Yeah, and if you don't have time to sort of do much sightseeing when you arrive there, then make time after the cruise. Okay, well. That is a good tip. Thank you. It's a good tip. When's the next time you're going to make it there, right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Here's one final question. We have to wrap up soon, but one final question. Of all the places you've been to on all the cruises, what's the favorite port of call? Is that what it's called? Port of call, I guess it is. I oh, come on, you have a favorite? Santorini. Santorini is beautiful. Oh. If you're doing a Mediterranean cruise, it's very port-intensive, so it's basically a new port every day. Excellent. Well, listen, Lynn, thank you so much, and uh, well, a lot of great information, uh, probably enough to do another podcast at some point down the road. Exactly. Well, and for you two who have seen so many of the islands, I would suggest the ABC Islands, Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao. We've been there twice 
Well, we'll I to. agree, and that's on my list. Okay, well, we'll put that on the <laughs> list. Well, listen, thank you so much. And again, this has been the, uh, the Key to Travel podcast. Episode 12 is now in the books. We all look forward to the day when we can all travel and yeah. perhaps cruise <laughs> once again.